Well, first of all, we have to recognize the moment we're in. And so helping our rural uh, communities and our agricultural economy uh, get through this pandemic um, because the pandemic has caused uh, uh, an, an additional layer of disruption on top of what was already a very, very tough time for uh, our farmers, particularly dairy farmers. Um, but that, you know, not exclusive uh, uh, to dairy farmers. And so some of the uh, food supply chain disruptions we saw early on in the pandemic um, really uh, bring up some immediate uh, issues that we could take action on uh, through the subcommittee and of course working hand in hand with the full agriculture committee uh, that does the authorizing and writes the farm bill. So obviously we're going to work very closely with them. In, in terms of going beyond the emergent, the, the current crisis, I think um, I'm looking uh, at issues of resilience and, uh, and, and helping uh, address some of the underlying challenges that our agricultural economy and rural communities have been facing for some time. And then of course, um, in terms of keeping our future bright and opportunities available uh, across Wisconsin, including our rural communities, um, a big piece of that is getting that broadband uh, deployed everywhere. Um, because you're kind of left out of, uh, of commerce and e-commerce in particular, uh, as well as many other things like schooling and telehealth, if we don't have robust broadband available everywhere. Well, let's talk a bit about the federal role in that, because often when rural broadband is mentioned, it's either brought up uh, in the context of, say, a, a governor's budget or a legislature that either allocates funds. And then, then there are debates on how much of it is you know, help to communities versus help to private vendors. And do those private vendors actually serve rural Wisconsin or are they serving the exurbs instead? So tell me more about the federal role in uh, boosting internet speeds across more of Wisconsin and, and how we uh, can be sure that that service is getting to the communities and people that need it most? Well, it's a great question. And certainly uh, I see lots of room for improvement. And so I'll get to that in a second, but there's basically three streams of funding uh, for broadband build out and access. Um, the Federal Communications Commission uh, gives out uh, grants. Um, the Rural Development Office of the U uh, US Department of Agriculture uh, has a specific focus on funding rural access to broadband. And then the NTIA has also additional responsibilities as sort of quasi-public-private uh, entity. And one of the things that could improve is coordination uh, among those three agencies so that they are um, all uh, aware of what one another is doing and all trying to work towards the end goal of universal access, just like uh, when we did rural electrification. Um, we really need to view broadband and access to it as an essential in our digital modern economy. Um, one of the things that the federal government does uh, right now is mapping. Okay, so what does mapping have to do with uh, broadband? Well, we need to have a very clear idea of where there is service, what sort of broadband um, service it is. Is it uh, robust? Is it weak? Um, Dial-up is not the same, obviously, than uh, 
than uh, some of the alternatives that are available today. And this mapping process has been um, sadly riddled with some uh, uh, problems that have made, um, and when decisions and funding decisions in particular are gonna be made based upon this mapping, we know we have to get it right. We have to know which communities are served fully, which are underserved and which are unserved. And so a lot of my recent work uh, has been on strengthening the information and the database that we have so that we know where we still have to fill in gaps. And boy, there's um, a lot of those gaps still in our state um, that I want to, uh, that I'm anxious to uh, catch up with. All right. And then finally, quickly, it's clear that Senate Republicans are not going to prioritize bipartisan votes on some big ticket items like the president's stimulus proposal, even cabinet nominations. Uh, in fact, several of your colleagues still appear to be litigating the last election and trying to undermine confidence in the voting. So it seems like every vote is going to be a grind to get to 50 plus the vice president. But what's your own expectation for productivity out of the Senate during President Biden's first 100 days and beyond? Well, I will say that uh, now that um, uh, now that the impeachment trial is behind us, the Senate is fully uh, focused on two major things. One is uh, passing Biden's American Rescue Plan, which deals with uh, many of the unresolved issues relating to the pandemic, um, and confirming uh, Joe Biden's nominees for cabinet positions and sub-cabinet positions, and you know we'll get to ambassadorships and things like that very shortly. I will tell you that some of those votes um, for cabinet posts have been quite bipartisan, both in committee and on the Senate floor. Um, so that bodes well for our working together. I'm sure not all of them will be, but uh, so far uh, I've been encouraged by many of the, the first, uh, first uh, out of the gate. Um, and then uh, we're gonna be working in the Senate uh, probably all of next week on the American Rescue Plan. The House is going to finish its work, we hope, this week. And um, we know that that is very urgent because so many of the um, programs that exist to help us through this pandemic will uh, expire on March 14th. And we just don't wanna see that uncertainty and that gap occur again. And so, uh, we're going to be very focused on that. I hope that can be bipartisan. I know that there's so many provisions that are supported by Republicans. We just don't know at the end whether uh, uh, you know they'll they'll uh, come on board or not. Uh, but I think we're going to get off to a, a strong start, and uh, we have a lot uh, before us uh, after that. Senator Tammy Baldwin, thank you so much for your time. Uh, best wishes. Thanks for visiting with us. Thank you for having me.